Hello and welcome to the Diction Police. I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Zemperoper in Dresden, Germany. This week, Matteo Pais, coach and music coordinator of the Scuola dell'Opera Italiana in Bologna, joins us to discuss two arias from Le Nozze di Figaro, Susanna's fourth act aria, De Vieni Non Tardar, and Cherubino's first aria, Non So Più Cosa Son. We focus on R's, G's in every way imaginable, and what to do when there are tons of vowels on one note. You'll probably also hear a small cameo performance from Miss Kitty Fantastico are trying to join our discussion. In 2001, I joined the music staff of Glimmerglass Opera to play Le Nozze di Figaro, and at that point, I'd already played it in college, for Kentucky Opera, and for Harrisburg Opera. In fact, I realized the other day that I've been playing this piece now for about 20 years, which really makes me feel like an old-timer. Anyway, that summer at Glimmerglass, the coaches were also expected to give pre-performance lectures on the pieces that they were playing, which completely freaked me out. So, because I was so worried about it, I looked up every single piece of information I could find out about Figaro, sorting through Grove's dictionaries, history books, and old opera news magazines. Remember, this was before Google and Wikipedia as well as talking with conductors and singer friends about what they would want to know before seeing a Figaro. Some of the funniest tidbits that I found out were that after its premiere, performers' practice was to change the opera around to suit the country and the performers. For instance, in one early production, the Count was so incensed that he didn't have an entrance aria that they let him sing Non So Più, which gives the opera a whole new turn. In England, Antonio was allowed to sing English drinking songs in their productions. Nowadays, we consider every note that Mozart wrote to be sacred, even more than the Bible, which was, after all, written by men. But at the time, it was completely normal to switch things up a bit. Le Nozze di Figaro is based on the play Le Mariage de Figaro, the second of a trilogy by Pierre Beaumarchais. The play deals with the social attitudes at the time of the French Revolution, and Le Mariage de Figaro was banned for several years because of its political subject matter, with servants plotting against the aristocrats. When Mozart brought the play to Lorenzo da Ponte, da Ponte took out all of the political references so that the subject would be approved by the emperor. I won't go into much detail here, but if you haven't already studied up on Lorenzo da Ponte, his biography is well worth a close look. Born Jewish, he converted to Catholicism and became a priest, although he had a child by a mistress and opened a brothel with her, later moving to London and then to the United States to escape his creditors. He ended up the first Italian literature professor at Columbia University in New York and is actually buried in New York City. He's credited with bringing opera to the United States and for championing Rossini's music. Now, I know this has been a really eclectic introduction, but there are so many facets to look at when it comes to this opera, from the author, to the librettist, to the composer, to the time period, the history, the use of instruments. There's no end to the information you can find. And in the end, I enjoyed giving those pre-performance lectures so much because really, it's just fabulous music with a great plot. I've played nine productions now, and every time it's fun and fresh and new for me. Every time I discover something new in the recits or in the music to make me fall in love with these characters all over again. And I hope you do, too. I'll post a link to the libretto for today's texts at the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com. Don't forget the the. 
Our first text today is De Vieni Non Tardar, Susanna's fourth act aria, starting with the recitative before it. At this point in the opera, everything is all set for the finale. The Countess is prepared to act like Susanna, Marcellina is watching out, and knowing that Figaro is also in hiding to catch her in flagrante delicto, Susanna decides to tease him a little bit. But the joke fades away as she sings this aria inviting her true love to enjoy their wedding night. Giunse al fin il momento che godrò senza affanno in braccio all'idol mio. Timide cure, uscite dal mio petto, a turbar non venite il mio diletto. Oh, come par che all'amoroso foco, l'amenità del loco, la terra e il ciel risponda. Come la notte i furti miei seconda. De, vieni, non tardar, o gioia bella. Vieni ove amore per goder tappella, finché non splende in ciel notturna face, finché l'aria è ancor bruna e il mondo tace. Qui mormora il ruscel, qui scherza l'aura, che col dolce sussurro il cor ristaura. Qui ridono i fioretti e l'erba è fresca, ai piaceri d'amor cui tutto adesca. Vieni, ben mio, tra queste piante ascose, Ti vo la fronte incoronar di rose. That was Matteo Pais reading Susanna's aria at the end of Figaro. And I thought we'd talk about these R's because there's a lot of R's in this all over the place. Allora, nella, nell'area dei vieni non tardar è molto importante pronunciare bene tutte le consonanti che sono alla fine della parola, tardar, goder, per ruscel e, e anche per esempio d'amor, incoronar, perché finisce sempre che non si capisce bene, tardar, invece tardar, anche per questo dà un aiuto al suono, no? Devieni non tardar, ojo, aiuta il legato. Yeah, so it's really important to get these R's out because they, not only does it make it more clear, otherwise the R tends to come out as an L almost at the end, but it also keeps the voice going, it keeps the sound going. Esatto, perché la cosa importante è la linea di canto. La linea di canto deve essere molto importante, deve essere sempre uguale, non deve avere up and down, ma deve essere uguale. What he's saying here is that the most important thing is that the voice remain even through all these up and down notes. And I should have translated better what Matteo said with the R's. He didn't just say it's important to roll them. He said it's important to roll the final R's of a word and actually to pronounce all the final consonants of a word clearly. Poi, altra cosa, nella prima frase noi abbiamo 1, 2, 3, 4, 4 commas. <laughs> yeah. Ok, come possiamo fare la comma se noi leghiamo? Allora, la comma, la virgola, la facciamo con la double, doppia consonante. De vieni, without comma. De vieni, non tardar. Quindi, se noi mettiamo double V e double N, mm-hmm. we can... Yes, so to to get those commas in that first line, rather than breaking them up, breaking up the vocal line, actually double the the consonant in order to make that comma. Yeah, like speaking. Yeah. 
Vieni ove amore per goder tappello. Okay, and that, exactly. And this is one of the things that people seem to have a rough time with figuring out where all of these vowels go on yeah. the notes. Yeah. Invece the second line è like come una parola, like one word. Mm -hmm. Vieni ove amore per goder tappello. Finché non splende in ciel notturna face. Qui mor, morai il qui scherza la. So we double that K sound, double we stop key. on the K. Yeah. And actually with the mor, mora, there we get single R, right? At the end we get yeah. the, the first one is rolled and the second one's only yeah. flipped. This is, a, this is important. Quando la R è nella prima sillaba, no? Mor, mora è sempre molto sonora. Mm -hmm. Quando invece è mor, mora, cioè è mor, mora, è piccola. Mm -hmm. Invece quando è mormora, è, è un ponte nella parola, allora va cantata molto. Mormora. So when it ends that first syllable, that R yeah. must be rolled often, yeah. very, yeah. very yeah. sounded, but the second one, because it's only one, it gets flipped very yeah. lightly. Yeah. Come col, no, first mm -hmm. syllable, col, dolce, dolce, first syllable, dolce, sussurro, il cor, Ristaura. Yeah, and with that corristaura, then sì. because we have two in a row, yeah. actually, then yeah. we yeah. need that. Qui ridono i fioretti e l'erba è fresca, ai piaceri d'amor, qui tutto adesca. Anche yeah. d'amor, double D. Yeah. Poi ci sono four commas, vieni ben mio tra queste piante ascose, ti vola fronte in coronar di rose. Ecco, anche in questo caso di rose, double R. Mm -hmm, double R. Coronar di rose. Perché rose è una parola molto importante. Yeah, mm? yeah. Okay, let's, let's flip back to the recitative a little bit because we see a lot of rests. How much do we need to actually pay attention to the rests or how much should we just blow allora, through it? Eh, le pause mm -hmm. sono importanti perché danno il ritmo della parola. Per esempio, giunse al fine il momento, no? Questo è il ritmo della parola. Che godrò. Però noi non dobbiamo fare che godrò. Right, with a big breath in the middle of it. Giunse al fine il momento, che godrò senza affanno in braccio al libro mio. Quindi, Mozart scrive il ritmo della parola. Giunse al fine, ta ta ta. Ma noi dobbiamo togliere le pause quando dobbiamo parlare. Yeah. Capisci? So Mozart wrote the rests in because he was writing the rhythm the of the right language. Of, of the world. Exactly. Yeah. And then we can ignore those rests because yeah. they don't actually matter in exactly. the sense of it. Poi, questo è un recitativo accompagnato, quindi c'è l'orchestra, quindi bisogna stare un po' più attenti, non si è sempre liberi. Right. Perché c'è l'orchestra. Ma in un recitativo col cembalo, noi possiamo togliere tutte le pause e andare con la parola o con la regia. Yeah, so in, when this is, this is an accompanied recitative, so you have to stick with the orchestra a little bit more. Yeah. But when you get to a secco recitative with, with just cembalo, with just harpsichord, then you can <coughs> ignore all the pauses and really just go from the sense of the words. Esatto. Importante è la intenzione teatrale. Perché io posso fare, giunse al fine il momento che godrò senza affanno. In braccio all'idolmi. Allora, io creo una pausa... Perché voglio. Yeah. yeah, so you make the pause, the, the rest, because you actually want it there. Esatto. E poi il ritmo è 
con l'intenzione timide cure uscite dal mio petto a turbar non venite al mio diletto mm-hmm. qui oh, sono andato più veloce yeah. perché il testo mi richiede e poi oh come far che all'amoroso fuoco quindi più importante è l'intenzione musicale e teatrale yeah the, the important thing is the musical intention and the theatrical intention so you can speed things up you can go slower as long as there's a meaning behind it e poi in un recitativo come questo bisogna tirare fuori le parole importanti per il personaggio. Come la notte i furti. Furti è importante per il personaggio di Susanna. Yeah. I furti. Quindi bisognerà pronunciarlo molto bene. Yeah. Mm? So yeah, the word furti is actually very important to Susanna, so it's important to say that one very clearly so that we get the sense mm-hmm. of the words. When Matteo was speaking through the text, I thought he was pretty clear with what he was asking for. He wanted clear L's before other consonants and extremely clear rolled R's. When it comes to whether or not to roll an R, I think we try to make the rules complicated, but it's actually pretty simple. A single intervocalic R is flipped. Everything else is rolled. That's it. For some reason, we all, myself included, wonder whether or not to roll things. But if you noticed, Matteo wanted the R's that start words rolled, like Ruchel. He wanted the R's that end a syllable before another consonant rolled, like Mormora and Turbar. He wanted the final R's rolled to help with a legato, again like in Turbar and Par. And he wanted the double R's rolled, as in terra and susurro. So the only ones that we don't roll are the single R's between two vowels. Cure, l'aria, piaceri. The difficulty comes in words like mormora and incoronar, where we have one rolled and one flipped. This is where most of us trip up and try to roll all of them, incoronar. So, be on, be on the lookout for that. Incoronar. I thought it was interesting that Matteo chose to create the commas by doubling the next consonant. It's a great suggestion. We all think that to make a comma we have to make a slight break in the line, but doubling the consonant reiterates the text for us with the added bonus of maintaining legato. For most of us, though, the hardest parts are those sentences where thousands of vowels come together and there don't seem to be enough notes for all of them. In a phrase like fin che l'aria è ancor bruno e il mondo tace, the trick is to separate everything at the consonants. Once you've sung a consonant, you should put all of the vowels after it onto the next note altogether until the next consonant. When we have four vowels together, like in l'aria è ancor, It takes time to coordinate. Plus, you can decide if you want to stress a particular sound in that group or not. I would go back to what Matteo said about this aria needing to be perfectly smooth. So I would also keep all of these vowels smooth. L'aria è ancor bruna il. I've also heard people separate mormora il ruchel onto separate notes. My ear finds it prettier to stay on the A vowel and just bring the il in gently at the last moment. Mormora il ruchel. Otherwise, it tends to feel a little choppy. And since I just said those two examples back to back, remember that the difference between E with an accent mark and E without an accent mark is that the first one with the accent 
is the verb he or she is, which is an open e. The unaccented e is the conjunction and, which is a closed e. Finché l'aria è ancora bruna, il mondo tace. Our second text today is Non so più cosa son, Cherubino's entrance aria. One of the most interesting articles I ever found on Figaro was in an old opera news about Mozart's use of instruments. I wish I still had the volume number for it, but I do remember the article said that at the time, the clarinet was not a standard part of the orchestra, and certainly not a part of the opera orchestra. Notice that the clarinets play a prominent part in both of Cherubino's arias. Non so più cosa son, cosa faccio, or di fuoco, ora sono di ghiaccio, ogni donna cangiar di colore, ogni donna mi fa palpitar. Solo ai nomi d'amor di diletto mi si turba, mi saltera il petto, e a parlare mi sforza d'amore un desio che non posso spiegar. Parlo d'amor vegliando, parlo d'amor sognando, all'acque, all'ombre, ai monti, ai fiori, all'erbe, ai fonti, all'eco, all'aria, ai venti, che il suon dei vani accenti portano via con sé. E se non ho chi moda, parlo d'amor con me. Una cosa interessante è che quando io ho letto questo, sì? non so più cosa son, cosa faccio, ta 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 tira, ta ta ti ta 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 Mozart scrive l'esatto ritmo dell'addizione. Yeah, yeah. That, that when you say it that way, you realize that Mozart wrote exactly the rhythm of the language. Yeah. When I'm speaking, non so più cosa son, cosa faccio. Non so più cosa son, cosa faccio. The same. Yeah. È incredibile. Yeah. Bellissimo. Quindi, ancora di più in questo caso, le stesse regole del parlato. Non so più cosa son, cosa faccio. Or di fuoco, ora sono di ghiaccio. Ogni donna cangiar di colore, ogni donna mi fa palpitare. Le stesse regole. E anche qui dobbiamo dare l'intenzione. Dobbiamo dare l'agitazione. Yeah. So it's all the same language rules, but you have to give it the intention. What, the one thing I always like, find interesting about these first two lines is that while the rhythm is the same, the comma is yeah. in a different place. Yeah. So you have non so più cosa son. Non, cosa non so più cosa son, cosa non faccio. Non so più cosa son, cosa faccio. Or di fuoco, ora sono di ghiaccio. Exactly, and I think for me that's one of the things that I yeah. like to remember when yeah. I'm coaching Sempre. this, that, that you sì. get a different sense of the rhythm. Quando noi studiamo un pezzo, un'area, dobbiamo sempre guardare la punteggiatura. Non tirara, tarari, tararira, ok, ma tirara, tarara, tirarira, perché c'è la virgola. Yeah. Tirara, tarari, tararira. Exactly, so it's really important to follow the punctuation. Esatto. Because it'll change the music invece, slightly. Invece i cantanti non, non guardano mai la punteggiatura. Invece la punteggiatura è un segno importantissimo. Yeah. Come un fraseggio. It's very important and people forget to, forget to look at that. Okay, so what I thought we'd talk about some of these G's because even yeah. right at the beginning we have a lot of different ways the letter G can be used in the language. Yeah, so, yeah. so we have the, the hard G yeah. because there's an H after it. Yeah. Ghiaccio. Ghiaccio, yeah. And canjar, it's because the G is followed by an I. Exactly. So it's soft. Exactly. And actually, we, because of ghiaccio, we also see that this works the same as for C's. As well as G's, because the ghiaccio, ah, ghiaccio certo. is also followed by the letter I. Kanja, ka, C-A, ka, esatto. Exactly. 
non è chanja ma è kanja and esatto. but and and again so we have kan, kanjar so the c is hard there and we have we have we also have a word with an with a g and an a spiegar Ex- exactly so that that a the the, the, a, the a makes the a and the, the uh, makes the g and the c both hard yeah. ga esatto non è ja ma ga G's don't always get pronounced like a G, too. So, mm. when we have an N after a G... diventa difficile perché ogni... Yeah, it's really nasal, too. È molto difficile. Perché per i non italiani è difficile, no? Come vegliando, sognando. Yeah. Non è... Infatti, molte volte si sente sognando. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> come in latino per esempio agnus dei yeah. che in german è agnus molte volte yeah no? when you have the latin the latin texts for the masses and they speak it in german latin G-N, quindi gn yep gn is like lasagna lasagna esatto ci sono alcune parole eh, con gl in italiano che è gl mm-hmm. tipo gla, glabro che vuol dire senza barba Ok. Che non è diabro, ma è glabro. Ok. Che è di derivazione latina. And there's one other one that I remember looking, finding in Falstaff. Negletto. Ah, anche negletto, infatti. È, è, perché penso che la derivazione sia latina, o, o, o molto antica, e quindi non è neglietto, ma è negletto. Yeah, so it's, a, it's an exception because Sono it comes from a, a different root. eccezioni, ma soprattutto di parole vecchie. Yeah. They're all, they're all ancient words. Adesso negletto non si dice nell'Italian speaking. And I, there were a couple little things that I think are tough for people. And Acque. Exactly. With that A-C-Q-U, all that, really, it's only because they don't want to write a double Q, right? Yeah, double Q esiste solo in una parola in Italia. Yeah? Che è soquadro. There's actually S-O-W a double Q in it. Double Q, U, che vuol dire caos. Mm-hmm. Quando in una in una stanza c'è tutto in disordine si dice è su quadro è l'unica eccezione se no c'è sempre cq ok so it's always it's in, except for this one word it, that, a double q sound double q se no è un class, double q è un classico errore dei bambini uh-huh. a scuola yeah. quando sono piccoli che mettono double q oppure acqua non mettono la c Yeah. È un errore che si fa sempre. Wow, so that's, yeah, that's a mistake that children, when they start writing Italian, make, make yeah. often, because we hear that, I mean, they hear it, of course, yeah. and they want to double it like every other consonant. E le maestre scrivono <laughs> sempre questo, perché C, Q, U. Yeah, so really all it does is double the K sound. So, acque. Yeah, e la Q è sempre seguita dalla U. Exactly, so Q, U always comes together, yeah. basically, just sempre like it does in English. Ah, yeah. You won't have Q ever yeah. by itself in English yeah. either. Yeah. And I just wanted to mention the word ECO. Yeah. Because in English we always have we call it an echo. So we want to double ah, that k sound. But if we ec- if we say echo, echo. Exactly. If we say echo we're saying here is. Yeah, because echo echo è esatto. Mentre echo echo. Yeah. La long e e la o echo. Exactly. Echo. Exactly. Sì, sì, sì. Come moda. La moda is a is a fashion. Esatto, invece moda è... Is to, he- is to hear someone, that someone esatto. hears me. Yeah. Yeah. All'acqua, al monte, ai fiori, cioè a tutto. Io parlo, ho parlato a tutti. Yeah. Tutta la cosa possibile di, di, del, della mia agitazione, no? Yeah. 
E però nessuno mi ha risposto. Yeah, so he's trying to get the quantity, the number mm. of things, the sheer quantity, the, sì. the how many times he says sì. it. Esatto. E quindi all'acqua e allo e, e questa ripetizione di al, al, al ci dà l'idea del, della quantità. Yeah, all'acqua l'onda ai fronti, ai fiori all'erba ai fronti, alle quell'aria ai venti. Because we all have that pause, sì. we all have that rest in our heads. Infatti, alla fine di questo elenco, noi abbiamo una, una pausa e potrebbe essere come che lui si è stancato. Alle quell'aria ai venti. <laughs> yeah, that he's, he's so tired of saying all this esatto. now too. <laughs> Mozart vuole dire questo e poi che il suono, quindi quella corona è da interpretare così. Yeah. Come una oh, prendo fiato, no? Yeah. Yeah. Take a breath. E, e poi che il suono dei vani accenti portano via con sé senza speranza. Yeah. E se non ho chi moda parlo d'amore con me. Exactly. Well, and actually while you're saying that i, thought, I think it's interesting to note the difference between this word ogni and and uh, vaniacenti. Sì, ogni abbiamo detto gn, mm -hmm. ma vani è la n di naso, di nave, quindi vani. Poca n, non è vanni, perché vanni è molto simile a ogni. Yeah. Vani e è molto diverso. A me non verrebbe mai di ogni e vani metterli vicini. Yeah, so it's not going to become the same sound. It's not it's not like this n will come into that vanya like esatto. ogni. No, perché comunque ogni gn is a double. Yeah. Vani single. Invece ogni vanne gn like a double. Yeah, so ogni. gn is always a double consonant. C'è una double letter, no? Ogni. Infatti ogni Esiste, no? Onnipotente. Onnipotente, exactly, yeah. Onni è latino. Mm -hmm. Onni, ogni. Questo è molto difficile. Yeah, just that subtle difference. Sì. Yeah, and actually, something you and I had been talking about before was these double syllables, these two syllable words that have that stressed first syllable like i o su o. Sì. And we have two in a row right here. Allora, un desio ch'io non posso spiegar, ch'io non po, ch'io no, ch'io no. We really need both. Yeah. And the E is more important, Perché actually. Me, many Italian singer, molti italiani, sbagliano, ch'io. Yeah. Un desio ch'io non po, invece i o, un desio ch'io. Yeah. Non è desio, ma è desio ch'io. Una nota per lettera. Yeah, so everything is i, zio, chio. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to... Invece spiegar, e iato, quindi spie, spiegar, we go on to the e. To that glide, exactly, it's the glide piace, to the e. Piace, piacer, yeah. eh, non è piacer. And because you and I had been talking about suo and tuo, then sì. I saw che il suon. Che il suon, suon de vani. Non è suo, ma è, in questo caso è... Suon, suon dei vani accenti. Exactly. Yeah. E, e poi ovviamente ogni problema non è mai sulla carta ma si presenta lì perché ogni cantante avrà il suo modo. Per esempio se uno inizia a fare non so più allora deve essere non so più. Cosa son, cosa faccio, chiude, invece deve essere aperto. Non so più cosa son. E una cosa importante è che Bisogna rendere le vocali tutte uguali. C'è qualche vocale più chiusa, ma in generale devono essere tutte uguali. 
non so più cosa son cosa faccio sono quasi tutte uguali yeah. questo è importante yeah so every every sound has to be even Mm -hmm. Some vowels should be more open, some vowels should be more closed, but in general we don't want to hear things going ah, wah, 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 making, I like to call it the Charlie Brown parents sound, they go wah, 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 wah. At the beginning of the interview, Matteo pointed out that Mozart set the language so well rhythmically to this aria, and I wanted to take that a step further to show how knowing your open and closed vowels can also help with the vocal line. He said at the right at the end that we need the difference between open and closed vowels, but we also don't want to feel like the voice is going in and out. But if you look at the third line of text, ogni donna cangiar di colore, ogni should be a closed o, donna is open. Ogni is also touching on that passaggio area where we want to close vowels slightly in any case, so use that more closed ogni to open up above the passaggio with the donna, ogni donna. It also creates the stress in the music. The same thing works for solo ai nomi d'amore, all in that fun place in the voice, but all closed O's, which helps us negotiate that passage a little bit better. And although some people want to open up everything to an A and un desio che io non posso spiegar, if you really use that E vowel and let the O stay in that frontal E position, io, chio, the voice flows evenly without a whole lot of work. I wanted to point out the difference in the N sound between ogni and vania cento because we'd also talked about that in the last Spanish episode. The phonetic spelling is different because the sound is actually different. So ogni would be written phonetically as a closed O followed by two N's with the tail on the left and a lowercase i. But vani is literally spelled phonetically exactly as it's spelled, V-A-N-I. If you want to connect it to the following vowel, that I can sound like a J-glide, but that's still not the same thing as an N with the tail on the left. Plus, just as Matteo said, the G-N sound, sound in the middle of a word is always doubled. Ogni, maligno, signore. As is the G-L sound, which phonetically looks like a lambda. Foglio, vegliando, meglio. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. To find out more about Matteo Pais, or if you have any questions or comments for me, Ellen Rissinger, please visit the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please go to iTunes and give it a high rating so that others can find it and benefit from it. Thanks for listening. See you next week.